0: Try one more. Take two. Take two. Take
1: two.
2: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry and... Sitting directly in front of me is a great John Sowen. How's it going, John Sowen, sir? It's going fine. Yourself? Uh, Doing quite well. All right. Uh, It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Buck Perez, to my right, how are you, sir? Hi-oh, how are you, Todd? Very good. Very good, very good. Well, it's been a couple weeks since we've been together. I guess. Uh, I, I guess this is a comeback show.
0: No, no. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Yeah, this isn't this isn't the big uh, far-out comeback. We're not getting the band back together on this one. No. Yeah, I mean, we're just kind of kind of in a low. Things happened. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We took some time off. Yeah. And uh, got some new stuff together. Got some new ideas rolling. And uh, here we are, back again. So first of all, quick announcement to those of uh, our listeners who happen to listen through Zune. We are now in the Zune marketplace because there was a lot of chatter from the Zunis out there. Was uh, there really, Todd? Was there really? There actually was. There's a guy okay. named Alexander. And then some other guy was hitting me up on Twitter like, dude, when are you going to be in the Zune marketplace? And I was like, I'll, we'll, we'll get it there. How does the Zune marketplace work exactly? Uh, it's basically, it's kind of this weird place in uh, Bali <laughs> where a bunch of Bengalese men come together dressed in flowing saffron robes and, and they trade podcasts. All right. Wow. That's about all I know. Okay. No, it's like this low... Uh, I don't know. It's What, Zune was like Microsoft's version of iTunes, essentially, I think? Well, the Zune is the player. Yes. But the that, Zune
3: marketplace, I think, might be where everything gets
2: synced up. Right. Um, yes. So, and the Zune marketplace is where you can populate your Zune player with uh, hot talk like this show right here. That being said, do you have a Zune player? Uh, no, I don't. Do you, John? No. no. But... I, I did sign up Any, for Zoom, though.
0: <laughs> you signed up, all right, to get our show.
2: Yeah, well, just to figure out what the hell was going on, to make sure that our show was showing up in Zoom, but it is.
0: It is, okay.
2: Now, no one uses Zoom, but <laughs> the old show we were on got um, like featured- you know
3: people use Zoom, but just not the, not the
2: amount that use other MP3 players. Right, it's like 5% of the market or whatever. Wow. Which is huge.
0: Yeah, which, which is huge. If we corner that 5%, that's big. Big in Zoom land. Yeah.
2: Right. It's like in Zoom, they have it's just like Adam Carolla, Kevin Smith, and then like the far out podcast, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, so what happens is we were featured on our last show, we were featured on Zoom, so we got all these Zoom listeners, and so people who listen to this show uh, have come over to listen to this show, uh, want to find us on Zoom. So yes, we are on Zoom. We got that. Uh, also, we have, we're gonna have some listener mail today. Oh, um, go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna go through that. Uh, we have a great story about. Um, A new film coming out we want to do some uh, talk about. What, Sawed? Saw 3D? (laughs) (laughs) Is it wrong to be on the sixth Saw movie and then be doing the 3D in the title? Well,
3: it was the seventh, actually.
2: Are they on the seventh?
3: Yeah. Well, that was the seventh and final one.
2: Because, aren't you supposed to do the third one in 3D? Uh...
3: Well, if 3D had come out, that no, no, this is actually follows the way horror films go. Because, if you
0: follow Jaws, yes, because uh, yeah.
3: well, horror films they follow the name of the franchise for a while, and then somewhere they they just get into F it, and uh, then they're like, you know what, we'll change it. Like Friday the Thirteenth, it was Friday the Thirteenth up until like the eighth or ninth, and then suddenly it was Jason X
1: right. because everyone
3: knew Jason. So I was like, all right, well that's kind of weird. And then um uh Halloween did the same like Halloween H two O. It's like, come on, what is that? You know? And uh and uh, oh yeah, Child's Play. Child's play one, two, and three and then bride of, the bride of Chucky. Yeah, exactly. So they just sort of change it up a little bit.
0: Awesome, by the way. Bride yeah. of Chucky. Was was that really good, Buck? If anything, they should bring back Child's Play. You know, all the crappy franchises they're bringing back. They should bring back the Child's Play.
3: I think a bit bit bigger question. Has anyone here ever seen a film in 3D? Uh,
2: I saw
0: Avatar.
3: What was the deal? Did it look
2: good or what? Did you see it? No. I've seen Avatar and I believe like Captain EO. But, well, uh, <laughs>
3: Captain Neo does not count. <laughs> Captain EO was done back in uh, back in the early eighties. Oh, okay. I'm, I, I'm or mid eighties or whatever. I'm talking about the I've new generation of three D.
0: The first one that I remember seeing, like Avatar. Avatar. Avatar, Avatar was. Yeah, that was the last one I saw. Yeah.
3: Okay, so does it look like three D or does it just look like a bunch of BS?
0: No, it's awesome. No, it was actually really cool. Really? Um, and, yeah. Compare that with, I saw Clash of the Titans in 3D, which was horrible.
2: The original one?
0: No, the new one. Oh, uh, okay. well, new the new one's horrible which to begin was, with. Yeah, but the 3D in it was bad. Like yeah. it, it didn't really look like like you would think. Like, Captain EO was better. I, I think Clash Captain of... Captain EO was awesome. Uh, yeah, Cla- Captain EO
3: looked good. That was the other thing. Captain EO, compared to this new generation of 3D, was, was I think, awesome. light years ahead of what they're doing now. <laughs>
2: right. Right. And, well, I think that, actually, I, uh, I think Avatar was probably akin to captain eo maybe a little more so because it was a little more like instead of four different things coming out of the screen avatar had like a thousand things surrounding you
1: hmm.
2: um avatar yeah i thought i thought avatar was pretty awesome and then i think right after that clash of the titans became the movie that destroyed 3d right after right. like it got all <laughs> built up with avatar they came in and
0: released the kraken <laughs> and, and then it killed it yeah fucked it all up
3: well they never should i mean the, the original was so good anyway you know oh. i don't know how you're gonna top a metallic owl
2: I'd I'd rather see a a 3D version of that. Yeah, honestly. Which, you know, this is kind of curtailing into some of the listener mail questions we've actually had. So let me get to that question and we can continue our discussion. It's time
4: for our listener mailbag your thoughts, your ideas, your criticism.
3: Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. Now, let's open your mail.
2: Um, so we asked everybody to send in their listener emails you can send them in at show at faroutpodcast.com. we got a couple in since the show started we wanted to go over yeah. and uh, we'll we'll go with uh, the one that's kind of apropos to our current conversation and uh, Alexander writes in yes and by the way all the listener mail on the show real we're not doing any fake setups or anything well, like that. Su- don't say that. Well, I'm that's just saying it's all gonna, it's all, it's all. Then I don't want to hear it if there's no fake ones. Plus, in I there. spent <laughs> up all
0: night last night writing this shit. So,
2: <laughs> so writing
3: all yeah. this stuff,
0: what the fuck? It's it's all real shit. But uh,
2: Alexander oh, that sucks.
3: I mean, anyway, go ahead. Sorry, John.
2: <laughs> uh, Alexander writes, I would love to hear your take on the next Far Out podcast about uh, this news story. And he sent one in saying basically, the Star Wars saga is set for a 3D release starting in 2012. Yeah, I've heard about this. How, how do we feel about that?
3: <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, George Lucas should take the advice of my Colin talk show. Oh,
2: okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, really? Really? <laughs> like, you know, you know, this is a guy. It's like you know, um, when he re-released the first Star Wars. I mean, how many times have they been re-released? Like right. six times. I think like the third time he was beating a dead horse. The horse is now like seriously decomposed
2: and rigor mortis is like set in <laughs> and he's still beating it. It's like,
3: come on, dude. He
2: just, yeah, I think at this point, like, how far can you get away from the original piece? It's like, it's kind of like if you had like a fresco in Italy. It was like yeah. written on a wall, and then like somebody came in and repainted it because maybe it had faded over time, or like the Nazis yeah. bombed it out. And then you've got like the fifth time, suddenly it's not the genius that it was before.
3: Yeah, it's like in this one, it's like not only is Hayden Christensen going to be like digitally put in, but Hayden Panateri's also going to be in there somewhere for <laughs> no apparent reason. Right. <laughs> Job of the Hutt's going to be wait, eating her adding, or something like that. They're adding characters? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I don't know. Whatever. They're re releasing it again in 3D, so something's going on. It's definitely going to suck.
2: Wow. Yeah, I, th- I think it wasn't made for that but on one hand i do believe that lucas still has always had a certain amount of respect for technology and would do that part of it right maybe but, but whether i need like lightsabers coming out of the screen or whether i need like tie, well actually think about this with like tie fighters like flo- floating around your head and shit in the theater oh that'd be kind of cool
3: it, if they did it right it could be cool but it's going to be garbage
2: you right. know it. It's just like, it's just like
3: uh, when they remake films. We were talking about Clash of the Titans earlier. Did you ever see the original Hitcher? No. With Rutger Hauer oh, yeah. and uh, C. Thomas Howe.
0: Awesome. C. Thomas Howe. Yeah, yes. it,
3: that one was awesome. The remake of the Hitcher, you know, the first one was like an A+. The remake was like a C. And in and of itself, not a terrible film, but when you realize how great the film was, the original, right. and what they did to it, it's just like it sucked. Yeah. And they were trying to improve it, but they didn't because they didn't realize what made the first one good.
2: Right, right. That, that one element the new filmmakers come in that are just basically picking picking up a paycheck to do the movie. I'll they get, forget. What I'll give made you it a good.
3: perfect example: um, the scene in the original Hitcher where uh, Rutger Howard basically lets the truck uh, basically rip Jennifer Jason Leigh in half. Sweet. You know, but you don't see it. You just sort of know that his like you know foot rolls off the clutch, and you just see her screaming, and it just sort of fades. Right. So it's sort of in your imagination, like how gruesome and evil it was. And the second one, and they the other problem I have is they used uh, the main character from the first one. They killed him off here. He just you know hits the accelerator, and you see his like guts explode on film, and it's like really, really you destroyed like what, what was like sort of a great artistic scene is now just like cheap gore right you know <laughs> and it's like that's part of what made the original good was the fact that you didn't see her being ripped in half but you right. knew she was being ripped in half
2: right yeah it's 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 all left to the imagination and one's yeah. ma- imagination is always more gory than what's on the screen yeah it's like every time someone's like
3: i want more i want more i want more you want them saying that you don't want to actually give them more because they don't want that they want to be left with that feeling of wanting more
2: well actually we're going to be recording some exclusive content later on today well no <laughs> no i'm kidding um but also uh about the point. There was an article that was in, I believe, it was in the L.A. Times. There was an interview with a guy named Gary Kurtz, who was the uh, producer of Star Wars and The Empire Strikes Back. And by the time they got the Jedi, he kind of got out of the George Lucas business, and he said and Jedi that it, was
3: still decent, but you, yeah. So, it, but it was sort of like you're like, yeah, it's time for this to end, basically.
2: <laughs> yeah, but what happened was he said that once. They, they wanted to do some really edgy stuff, lots of the people that worked on the first two when it came to Jedi, it's like, kill off Han Solo, like, uh, you know, let's have some Wookiees in here, or, you know, there's some different stuff they wanted to do to make the ending of it really dark, and what happened was, Lucas was like, he was like, well, merchandising will suffer if we kill off Han Solo, and there are all these kind of financial decisions By he started By the way, all making. those
3: people who say they wanted to kill off Han Solo, those people are idiots. And I'll tell you why. It's just like the show Dexter. They ruined Dexter when they're like, oh, let's have him kill off an innocent man. At least for me. I'm like, really? Now, it's like you ruin the entire concept of the show, just like Saw by the third one. It was sort of like the idea of a moralistic serial killer. But then he was just killing people.
2: But I mean, if if it's the last film, you know. No, yeah,
3: but that's the thing. Everyone wants to think it's like, oh, we should kill him off. No, you
2: shouldn't. You shouldn't. But then Han Solo just kind of hangs around with his dick in his hand like through half of the movie, you yeah. know? And like Lando Calrissian picks up like the great, you know, Han Solo mantle. Because to be fair, they're kind of the same character.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I, I think it would yeah, okay, have been, okay, it would have traumatized would've, my childhood.
3: They would have just killed him off to kill him off. They wouldn't have even killed him off in like a cool way where he saves the galaxy or something like that. He would have just died.
2: He would have jumped on a grenade. Maybe, or maybe, uh, maybe he would have been killed by the Ewoks. Yeah, like imagine imagine it, that scene. It's yeah. like you have a bunch of, yup nob, and they all come out and they, they got their spears out and then uh, instead of like batting the spear away I being mean, like, hey, Han Solo just gets jabbed and pounced upon and like, like now, the woodland you're, critters. You're already,
3: you're already ha- they already killed off an icon in that movie anyway by killing off Darth Vader and not only killing him off but unmasking him. Really? You wanted to kill off another icon in that movie too? And, and demask that's, him? That's not edgy enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to show that basically he looks like a... Uh, Uh, A vagina without hair
3: Yeah Uh, Although had they killed off uh, Han Solo There would have been No Star Wars 1, 2, or 3 Which might have been A blessing And like they wouldn't have Kept on re-releasing them either
2: Well I think I think think it just
3: Terminated everything
2: No I think they would have Kept trying to milk this You know
3: They would have kept trying But no one would have Bought in
2: Uh, Possibly you know I
3: Besides I think in, In the
2: stories That it was based on Han Solo lives uh, well I don't know I think the the great illusion that George Lucas had this planned out nine film idea beforehand I think is kind of bs because there's clearly not a lot of forethought and planning going on in it you know and I think history has said that he kind of you know made shit up as he went along and tried to make it look like it was a master plan later yeah.
0: I, no I think man. he always wanted uh, him to mac out with his sister I think that was always the plan there's
2: always some dirty oh, yeah. dirty idea he's just a dirty old yeah. man I always wanted to protect the children. That's my Lucas. It sounds a lot like my (laughs) Clint. That was
0: pretty good,
1: yeah.
4: This episode of Far Out is brought to you by Hamburger Helper. Proud to present its newest line of products, Rural Helper. Our authentic Appalachian and Creole spice will help liven up any meal from raccoon, squirrel, or opossum to muskrat. I was flying over a cornfield when I saw you A country girl dressed in gingham with eyes of blue So I beamed you up to my spaceship to share some wine And to show you how extraterrestrials have a good time I put on some romantic music, Barry White and Lisa alone. To put you in the mood for an erotic anal pro You didn't squirm or quiver I think you thought it felt nice When I lovingly inserted a tracking device Then I beamed you back home on time Put you in bed Left my number on your nightstand Hoping for a text kept me waiting by the phone for what feels like light years. My oversized black almond-shaped eyes can't hold back the tears. Now I'm crying, getting angry, getting sad, trying to find a way to get you
1: back.
2: Uh, let's see. Uh, we got here. So, I don't know what do what, we have. What do we got? What do we got? We got. Let's go down the list. Uh, Dear Far Out Podcast. Mm. All right. This is from Colin in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Normally we say that at the end of the email, but, beautiful okay. Sioux Falls. <laughs> normally, John, this is our first listener mail show.
3: <laughs> well, norm- Normally, in the structure
2: of history, in the structure of letter writing, that's how it usually goes. Dear Far Out Podcast. Yes. Tony P. Thanks for bringing it time and time again. You're the second reason I look forward to every Wednesday. The first being I get to pick up my Weird Al Wednesday song of the day. What? Really? I absolutely love it when John drops knowledge on the show. I love his big, sexy brain. Oh, good Lord. And by the way, this is uh, no typos in this. This is really well written. Um, I've enjoyed getting to know Buck so far. Very good. Oh, boy. Buck may further gain uh, more of my adoration if he shows some fucking respect for his news reporter job. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tabloids are not real news, and he is not a genuine John Turturro enthusiast until he brings some real hard hyphen hitting news. XO, XO, Colin, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Thank you, Colin.
3: Well, number one, Colin, uh, first of all, the word job implies that there's some sort of payment involved. and uh, Not a blowjob. Think... Uh
0: yeah, well, um, or a hand job? Mm, I'm just saying. I, every time I've pay, I've had a hand job. I've had to pay. People. Well, you've had to pay. Yeah, okay, so it's yeah,
3: yeah. Um, but but like jo- news reporting job. Yeah, that's true. Since that's there's true. no sexual connotation there, I think we can assume the monetary connotation. And plus, you know, it's like I, re- I
0: already have a subscription to these things. You yeah, know? like yeah. I, ju- I just get tons of. This S- is Weekly uh, World News. Star. Is, that's what I read. So. This is yeah, more like I'm, a news
3: reporting hobby.
0: I'm not going out. Buck. I'm not going out of my way for you. You know, sorry, yeah. Colin. So, so that's that's it. You're not
2: going to go out of your way no. for Colin. No, no, no
3: Do not. you believe that on some level? Like, yeah. And by, uh, by the way, Colin can criticize if he hires Buck at a certain wage per hour. Sure. <laughs> then all of his points
2: become very valid, and uh, th- I'll, I'll listen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm willing to hear. I think more or less we're getting John's libertarian opinion on all things this isn't really libertarian <laughs> this is kind of breaking down kind the of word, common sense. Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> well no that's what they always say like you watch like the john stossel show and it's like so and so uh you know didn't get what he wanted when he bought a big mac and they're like well the customer went in and spent money purchasing the big mac therefore it was guaranteed certain rights within the big mac like it's always everything is based on a here uh Taking apart everything and looking at it on a... It's law-based.
0: Uh, right. law let, yeah. let,
3: let's shut down the political thing. Can you reread the part where he said taking his
2: job seriously? The news
3: reporting job? That line?
2: <laughs> uh, Buck may gain more of my adoration if he shows some fucking respect for his news reporter job. I'm yes, it, his news
3: reporter job. Respect for his job. This is... <laughs> this is Buck's news reporting hobby.
0: Right. <laughs> and, and I'm putting a lot of effort in here.
2: Yeah. Now, come now, on, Colin. Now, Buck, don't you believe in your defense that the weekly world news, which lots of the news stories have come from, I believe it says on the top, the world's only reliable credible. news source. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: one of the most credible sources.
2: Now, now, Colin, I'd like to say to you is there's no liberal bias in the w- weekly world news. That's None. very true. None. There is no conservative bias in the weekly world news. Uh, have you read Ed Anger's? Um, commentary, but uh, but that that's an opinion column. That's true. Okay, that uh, that is an opinion column. <laughs> when there's an article on Frankenfish, it's not written from I, I believe which would be the liberal agenda, which would be backing up the fact that you know or get, getting upset at the fact that the fish has been, uh, as a species, degradated and connected with a human, the ugly human, terrible human species, right? And there wasn't a conservative spin saying, you know what, these fish, you know, uh, deserve to be eaten and poisoned with mercury. Right. It, it's all, you know, it's
0: all inclusive. By
3: the right. way, speaking of liberal spin, this just reminded me, did you see that uh, Keith Oberman has been suspended without pay for making political contributions? Oh, yes.
2: Yeah, and... The, I saw that, but then there's a whole bunch of other commentators on the thing, like a Pat Buchanan gives money to conservative candidates. Yes, but he, here's I think it's the, more of a witch hunt against Oberlin. here's
3: the here's the twist. He didn't identify, he didn't announce it to NBC. Now, you could say it's a witch hunt, but this real... I mean, Pat Buchanan may get, I don't know of the details of like Pat Buchanan and all this stuff. I do know they said that Oberman was suspended for making political contributions without NBC's knowledge or consent. And I can see where this could be a major conflict of interest. It's kind of like Pete Rose betting on baseball. Now, (laughs) if he announces it to NBC and they say, okay, it's okay, because then they know that they have a bias, I mean, I don't see how this is different than Pete Rose betting on baseball or a DJ taking money to play a certain track like Paola,
2: little Paola. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, this could be major. I mean, I, it, uh, he, his career probably won't be over, but I wouldn't be shocked if they fired him and and like a political channel wouldn't touch him again
0: i just want you guys to know i've been contributing to 94.7 the wave for the past few months I just, well that's fine is that a conflict of interest since
3: we're not a smooth jazz podcast yeah, exactly. there's no uh, conflict there's there th- no okay there's no conflict
0: there i think we'll be okay i just thought I, that. I should announce that i just send them yeah every month i send them a dollar
2: but then what happens is is if, if this begins with Oberman, It could go all the way down the line Where they look and they find out Because the, the funny thing is If you're a major corporation You can give money Without anybody knowing To a political now candidate you, Now you can Now, now,
0: now, now that, that new law passed yeah. now
2: it, it is you can But a, a private citizen Can get hoed out for giving money Which is a little I think they should both be treated But
3: he's a political commentator right. If he was oh, yeah. still on ESPN oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This would not be a big deal I'm saying, it, it wouldn't, so, uh, that it wouldn't even be an issue
2: ancillator to that issue Yeah That's the yeah. The,
3: the, the thing is, he, that's what he does. He talks about politics. That's what his show is based on. Right. And he's doing something that could potentially compromise the integrity of the show, like Pete Rose betting on baseball when he was managing the Cincinnati Reds, or a right. DJ taking money to play a song
2: without the company's knowledge. Right. right. But also, if you think about it this way, it was uh, last night I was watching Bill Maher. And uh, Bill O'Reilly was on Bill Maher. Right. It was a great sparring match. But what happens is uh, Bill O'Reilly kept stressing. He was like, I do an opinion show. Yeah. He does an opinion show. Other people do the hard news. Like Anderson Cooper is doing hard news. Right. Bill O'Reilly's doing opinion. That's true. Oberman is doing opinion. Right. So I think there's the small difference. If you're doing an opinion show in which it's pretty much known without being said that it's done with a liberal bias if it's by Keith Oberman. Yeah. And it's an opinion show instead of a hard news show. Like if Anderson Cooper was giving money to Obama, then I think it would be a much bigger and a worse issue than Keith Oberman, who it's clear across the board or mad. I think
3: you know, I think the issue is not is the fact that they're still they're still on a news channel. And even if they're an opinion show, I don't think it's the fact so much that he gave the money, but that he didn't go through the proper channels. Because it's the thing, there could be a major conflict of interest there. I think if Pete Rose had gone to Major League Baseball and said, hey, I'm interested in betting on baseball, (laughs) what do you guys think? They would have been like, well, shut it down, but go ahead and bet in basketball all you want.
2: Had he gone there in the first place, there's no way he would have been suspended. (laughs) He would have been like, you know what, Major League Baseball... I understand that you guys might have a problem with this, but I yeah. really like the Blue Jays tonight uh,
3: against the Orioles. By the way, the payola laws, all it is is you just it just has to be known that you're taking money for it. Right. So, you know, DJ pocketing 500 bucks to play a new Limp Biscuit song or something like that, completely illegal. But if you say right before the Limp Biscuit song, this uh song is sponsored by the record company that does it, completely fine.
2: Right. Wow. Uh if but whatever happened to Coca-Cola? What? Because I think most DJs done well, in
3: cocaine anyway. Well, yeah, Paolo was done with a lot of cocaine, but yeah, those days are pretty much <sighs> over anyway.
0: But what did uh, O'Reilly have to say on this subject? Did this get brought up or uh, not? He
2: didn't bring up that point, but they were talking more about like facts and like yeah. how uh, a hard-hitting news person is much more responsible for presenting good facts than somebody who does an opinion show, essentially. then Mar-, Mar was <laughs> like, if you're doing an opinion show, you should know your shit Right. Regardless, you should present good It just seems to me that on
0: both channels, because that's on MSNBC, right? What? Uh, Oberman? Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like on MSNBC and Fox, it's like all opinion, isn't it? Like isn't it just all opinion shows? It's or mostly Do they, do, they there, do? Well, news? there's a lot of it, shows. It just seems like I mean, there's a, know, know, a lot of opinion all of opinion shows,
2: right? So do you take them seriously or not? Right. I think, I think mean, the prop the problem is the line is so I don't take skewed
3: at this point, Yeah, line, well, that's the other thing is uh, there's like uh, i saw I saw a little thing on CNN when I was at the gym and they were talking about political advertising. They're like. What worked, what didn't, and then they, as I was ta- as they were talking, I was like, these people have no clue about anything, yeah. and they were like, well, clearly it worked here because they won the race, and it's like that doesn't mean that the advertising had any effect whatsoever.
0: Right. But they see it as that, right?
3: Yeah, but you know what? It's like if they really wanted to break it down, get someone who knows advertising, right? Gets and get or get someone like the guys in Freakonomics that could regress the, uh, you know, the data and uh really like do something as opposed to you know it's like this guy's it was just this opinion it's like oh yeah well this ad worked because uh, this person got elected
2: well, I, th- I think the moment they have a data regression on uh, cnn is the moment like the the ratings really plummet to the earth unfortunately <laughs> i uh, don't know the ratings are that high in the first
3: well first of all most of the people on cnn are boring and if they if they had presented it with like the freakonomics guys or some of that people who can regress data and make it interesting i think it would be much more compelling and they would actually have better ratings
2: no but if yeah, if they did, we are the smart news.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if they, as as opposed to uh, having like uh, the equivalent of Snooki go on and be like, "I like campaign ads. I think this one worked." Is you know? Wolf Blitzer a bear?
2: Uh, what is kind it? of
3: bear? West
0: Hollywood bear or yeah, out like, in the wild bear?
2: Yeah, it, well, and out in the wilds of West Hollywood, bear, bear like
0: a, or a twink? Is that what you're saying? Like a or grr, or grr. Twink. yeah, Gee I, is. <laughs>
3: Is he even known to be like uh, homosexual, just, bisexual?
2: Sizes, are you just throwing out just wild accusations? Up, sizing him up
0: at this point, actually. Well,
2: I'm just saying, I, I when I look out at the news, because once I found out that Anderson Cooper was was a a homosexual, which is yeah. I think well known. Uh, at I, this be- point, yeah, but that's I the- began to look around at all newscasters and think, you know, which ones are the gay and which ones aren't the gay. And I think Wolf has <laughs> the decided gay. the gay, yeah, because yeah, we'll, we'll, Todd needs to camp everybody. <laughs> yes, I definitely need. To, I need to know whether I'm getting a gay bias in the news.
3: Like, well, that's the other. Like that's the thing with Anderson Cooper is uh, you know he's one of those guys who I really didn't have any clue because he never said like he's one of those guys who uh, you know he. Can can be Hits gay, but gym. he's not, oh. but he's not, he's not aggressively, uh, homosexual.
2: It's not I like think, Bruce Valange. <laughs> I think we, yeah, because there.
3: I mean, that's the thing. You go to West Hollywood, like a club and the, like people are like, well, you know, so many people hate gay people. And it's like, I think the thing is, is gay people tend to be represented by the, uh, aggressively, aggressively homosexual right. people. And that's what turns people off. Cause I think a lot of people are also turned off by aggressive heterosexual people, but right. heterosexual people aren't re- represented by a group that's aggressively heterosexual.
2: Well, I think if you take it back... That was until Jersey Shore came out. <laughs> well, I, th- I think if you take it back a notch, um, the, 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 the gays who are aggressively gay are the gays that are out and people recognize them yeah. to be gay. Yeah. And therefore, those are the people that yeah, like, get discriminated against because they're the aggressively gay. The non-aggressively gay are the Anderson Cooper's, the one you don't yeah. realize that are gay. Yeah, so Anderson knows. Cooper
3: and Doogie Hauser, these are people that it's like, people are like, oh, they're gay? It's like, who even knew? Yeah, Doogie Hauser, thats his real name, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's like no one even knew that these guys were gay because they're not that aggressive about right. it. Do you think Vinny's gay? Vinny who? I think Vinny's Doogie. unemployed. Doogie and Vinny, dude. Oh, Vinny. I don't. I think I don't remember Vinny. I think
0: if anyone, Vinny. If
3: was the if the show was well, named so Vinny and not Doogie yeah, Hauser. Yeah,
0: exactly. The Italian stereotype kid. He was yeah. awesome. He's
3: yeah. the situation now on Jersey Shore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the A.D.L. should have wow. came after
2: him in a minute. Okay, we got another another question here, just Quite real quick. A grenade. Yeah. Uh, this is a uh, dear guys. Yes, I'd like to congratulate you on putting out such an ex- uh, such a consistently great show.
0: You're welcome. All right. Yes,
2: <laughs> well, which is nice. Uh, I'd also like to note the excellent uh, opening music selection, but I don't know who plays all of it, so I must ask you what two is- live crew. Uh, yes, it is me. So horny. Yeah. Dub remix. Uh, we got. Uh, he wanted to know basically what we play, and uh, it's on the show numbers. Um, show ten played a song called "Ultra" all by Blur. Uh, show seven, we also played that song. And on show 12 was a song called You Talk by the Baby Shambles. So just real quick, they wanted to know what the intro songs were. All right. But he's giving us props at having a musically literate show. Well done. And since you choose the
0: music, it's all on you. Very good.
2: Yeah. I, Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Any other listener mail or no? Uh, that's about it. Uh, I wanted to hit on something real quick. Okay. This, Is that Buck? buck you got the mating signal
0: right back at you baby uh
2: real quick we've got uh i saw a news story the other day and it's uh titled superman gets a hipster makeover god and uh superman has a new look and the redrawn man of steel now more closely resembles a vampiric robert pattinson (laughs) whoa vampiric Yes. You might be into this, John. Or a sulky member of my chemical r- romance, then a hunky matinee. Item. Oh, good lord. The new Superman will appear in Superman Earth 1, a graphic novel. What? A oh. graphic novel by. Oh, okay. That retells the superhero's origin story. Well, uh, okay. Oh, I this, thought you
3: said this was a movie before. Do you have a picture of this, though? Uh, of yes. Of the new Superman? The emo man?
2: Uh, I thought I did, but it didn't print out.
3: Oh. Well, <laughs> well thanks,
1: for Oh, uh, yes. <laughs>
2: Uh, anything, anything
3: else about the Superman?
2: And so the superhero universe seems to be increasingly influenced by what could be termed as the Twilight effect. As Wonder Woman was giving a similarly edgy makeover in June, when her bustier, her bustier, oh, her bustier, her, her bustier yeah, and hot pants were uh, were traded out for a blue biker jacket and a trendy new hairstyle. All right. Now here's here's my question here for the yes. Question. Reading this. And now, if Superman suddenly is becoming emo, right? Like, Superman is having to visit the therapist. Uh, Superman is on a trust fund. You know, he's no longer the Jor-El I grew up with. And and no longer, I think, can you call him Superman. I think at this point, you have to call him some other dude, like, emo guy. Right. Uh, no, No longer, like... Is he now like a blogger who works for Gawker or something instead of a reporter for, for a newspaper? Because how hip is well, that? Well, wait like a that, second. You know?
3: Are we talking about Superman or Clark Kent? Because I think if they made Clark Kent even nerdier, I think that's a better cover. Because, I mean, that was one of the things like with, uh, you know, the Superman movies. is like, oh, okay, this dude changes, you know, out of a suit and takes off his glasses and puts on some tights. Suddenly no one can recognize him. You know, I mean, I like the idea that he's walking around as, like, Clark Kent, uber-nerdy blogger. Right. Like, something even lower than a newspaper reporter. And then he turns into this person who can do everything.
0: Aren't they doing the same thing with Spider-Man, too? They're, like, you know... Well, when they cast Tobey Maguire as No, I mean the comic book. Well, that's the other thing is,
3: if it's a comic book, I don't have a problem with it. Because, I mean, there's been, like, you know... like at this time, there's probably like 80 different Superman lines going. I mean, they have like, you know, it's like there's Superman and there's Action Comics and then there's, you know, the Hall of Justice. and Foot all fetish Superman. <laughs> 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 That's in the Vertigo line. And, you know, it's a uh, yeah. I mean, so there's a lot of different veins of Superman and they're going at all sorts of different times. So if, if it's I thought they were making like a new movie when you first like announced this I think that's when I first thought when I grabbed the article yeah but if I didn't read the whole thing if it's if it's another if it's if it's another comic book I have no problem with that because there are there's always like four or five different Superman comics going on at all times.
2: but I think that'll probably translate because I, I did hear that they are going to reboot Superman after rebooting Superman. They're doing a reboot of the reboot of the movie. Yeah, that's what they yeah. seem to
3: do nowadays cuz apparently we're out of ideas.
2: And here's the deal. Like, okay, ba- Batman is a ninja and needs a therapist and like Spider-Man needs a therapist and like basically we live in this world where all of our superheroes like the Watchmen are all a bunch of fucked up people where the the, the superheroes are no longer like something to I don't know look up to or that super, they're just kind of neurotic.
3: Well, it's like, have you you noticed this on any remake that, uh, you know, our standards are just much lower now? You know, it used to be the thing It's like we used to watch uh, Knight Rider, for example. It's like, uh, you know, Michael <laughs> and, Knight,
2: that, that high, high standards. Yeah. Well, my, but, but,
3: like, but here's my, here's my point. Michael Knight drove this car. It could do everything. It could drive by itself. It could turbo boost. It was bulletproof. It did all these things. And then when they rebooted Knight Rider, what was the car? Well, the big feature was that it had GPS. It's like, are you <laughs> kidding me? Something that we already had? It's like, could it turbo boost anymore? No, it, it, it sucks, man. It's like right. the old
2: car could fly
3: practically you know this car it's like well i can tell you
2: how to get to the nearest starbucks
3: it's like well that's freaking great it's
2: it's a generation of lowered expectations and you have like emo superman and he's sitting there and he's got like the smiths on his ipod i listen to the smiths i yeah. want superman to be listening to some like shit i i can't get i don't want superman you know? to have an ipod yes i think that's an even bigger <laughs> yeah. point I, I want superman to be like uh, i don't know anything about music uh, and I want him to be stronger than everybody else. Right. I don't yeah. like, I want to be like, I want Superman to be super, not kind of mediocre. You know, yeah. I don't want Superman to be like uh, something.
3: You want him also fighting villains from jor because they have as many powers as, as him. So when it's a three-on-one, right. it's like, oh, dang, maybe the bad guys have a chance because they got all his powers and there's three of them.
2: Right, and it's like I watch Iron Man and Iron Man's like a drunk like he makes cool shit, but he's he's like a drunk, yeah. you know. And you're like, at what point do you not say it's reflective of a society when their superheroes all aren't really that super? Like if as if you know, but before the world used to want a non neurotic Superman. They wanted Superman who, uh, you know, just did good shit and fought for the American way and blah, 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 right? Now, they want a much more nuanced Superman, and they don't want someone as detached from themselves. They want want a superhero they can relate to.
0: I don't know if
3: they do or not, or I don't know if they do or if this is just what's being given to people. Because did you see the movie Machete?
0: Awesome. That movie was awesome. Awesome, yeah. But
3: it's like, yeah, that was like the ballsiest movie in a long time, you right. know? And it's like every other movie, it just sucks, you know? But <laughs> Machete comes out, and it was awesome,
0: this guys. Like, the first uh, two minutes, he's like chopping people's heads off. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like 360. It was That's 360, it was awesome.
3: Fantastic, yeah. I mean, that was like, that was like a balls-out, great movie. Right. Funny, hilarious, tons of action, and Machete is pretty much Danny Trejo, as ugly as can be. And, yeah, but, like, but, but, I mean, and he but, was awesome. It, it, Machete's it not going
2: to be a huge box office hit. Like, it made a couple million bucks, and then it goes into, it, like, wh- the it was number realm. one. But, but, but it's not going to... Emo Superman. Are these emo, emo movies really striking a number one I don't, chord? Like, well, I don't... Uh, emo Spider-Man made a bunch of... Emo, emo Batman, good Lord. Everybody said that The Dark Knight was the greatest movie since fucking Citizen Kane. I don't know what movie they watched. Yeah, But it was it. like... Oh, well, how I, edgy. You did the Joker, but the Joker's like well that is like fancy the funny thing is i watched the movie and i'm
3: like man these special effects really suck and i'm like you know what it's like for a comedy this is awfully like kind of dark and i was like i was like man that was hilarious and then everyone's like no you don't get it it's not a
2: comedy it's like that was really i was like oh really it's like wow that's terrible who would want to watch this crap you know, I was watching the other it's day. I was on Halloween. I was watching Gremlins with yeah with yes. Sarah, and I was watching dark movie. Yeah, and you know what? But the great thing is, Gremlins. It is very dark, and it is very spooky, and kind yes. of and scary. And I thought you could never make Gremlins today. And I'm not just trying to be old man Perry here. You couldn't make it because the Gremlins were fucking like sadistic puppets. Right. Oh yeah. And that played into it and they're like creepy, but they were tangible. Like the actor was in the same room. Nowadays you've had you'd have these well you'd have these crazy gremlins that are like I the end no, of I am legend. Gremlins,
0: don't you remember Gremlins kinda killed themselves? Remember Gremlins two? The new batch? Yeah. That I haven't ho- seen that no, since that the theater. Was, that was horrible. Yeah, but that and was that—that
3: that, that was a sequel that came out eight years later. But, anyway, but that, I mean, by that time it was like.
0: But that was kind of what happened. They made them like stupid. Yeah, like they in made the them first, in the first one. They were scary, but in this one, well, they the, were yeah, stupid. the second
3: one they like they they did, some of the things they did were going to make them less scary because in the first one. They couldn't talk really. They couldn't communicate. <laughs> I mean, they could sort of like mock communication, like when they were singing Christmas carols, but they never said a word.
0: Right. You right. You know.
3: But in the second one, like, uh, like the new the do 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 new do stripe was like hosting a talk show. <laughs> you know, <laughs> some crap. Yeah, it was. And it, yeah, was, like, it was seriously. and it was like all the. Like, yeah, and they had a chick. Yeah, and it's like gremlin. Oh this is, it it's awesome. like this isn't as scary at this point because it's like these we can actually understand them and they can communicate. And with And that's
0: us. why Gremlins Two was better. What's was the better movie?
3: I mean, that's, I, mean, I got to assume that people have to be sort of terrifying to some animals because animals, like dogs seem to know how to sort of communicate with us. But, you know, like uh, humans can definitely sort of mock animal noises. Right. But we're like, whatever they mean to the animals, it's like, you know, you got something, you know, if you're trying to terrorize some bird and you're, you know, mocking it back to him, the bird <laughs> might just be like, what the hell is this? You know, yeah. it's like, you know, and that's kind of what the gremlins were, was they were able to, they, they sort of, like, they under, like, they when approximated- they were... Yeah, like when they were all singing the uh, Christmas carols to the woman, it's like they understand these traditions and they do it well enough to mock them. Yeah. You know, and then it's like we're doing this as a diversion so we can try and kill you. I mean, that's like insanely creepy. Now, imagine if Gremlins was made today and there's a bunch of CGI. Well, CGI just sucks. Yeah. The only time CGI was good was in Fight Club when they used it to animate a trash can, basically. That's cool. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was that was the best use of CGI, limited to sort of tie scenes
2: together. Yeah, you're you're not talking about the uh, thing in Cloverfield. Uh no, the big no. squid-headed weird thing. What well, I think it was but, Ron Jeremy's dong, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, I'd like to thank you guys for coming back and uh, doing a little show. Uh, check us out. Uh, subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already, or Zoom, little- or Zoom, or Zoom. Yeah. Thank you, Buck. Put your comments up on the website, and we'll see you next week at podcast.com.
1: Nobody does it better Makes me feel sad for the world Nobody does it looking, but somehow you found me, I try to hide from your love right, never heaven above me, the spy me is killing me.